0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come, Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 238 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come, Follow Me materials in the week of September the 5th to September the 11th covering Isaiah chapters 1 to 12 Uh, and today we're going to look in chapter 3, continuing to look at how uh, we need to cease to do evil and the Um, the things that happen as a result of the poor choices of individuals, but also as nations. Uh, And so with this, uh, we're going to have uh, Judah and Jerusalem. Now, again, um, Isaiah is teaching the kingdom of Judah. And as a reminder, he's teaching them when the kingdom of Israel had been scattered already and warning them of what is going to happen if they continue to not... Obey and and follow the covenants that they have made with the Lord. In chapter one, uh, chapter three, of verse one, it says, "For behold, the Lord, the Lord of Hosts, doth take away from Jerusalem and from Judah the stay and the staff, the stay of bread and the whole stay of water, the mighty man and the man of war, the judge and the prophet and the prudent and the ancient." And it goes on and continues, and basically says about how the Lord will take away great Im- and important people or support structures or uh, facilities which will help them to be stronger, which basically means they're not going to receive the blessings that they would receive without following those covenants. And again, thinking about how we can see Isaiah through different lenses, we can see how that can apply to our our congregations, our wards in in the world today, if collectively we are living our covenants and striving. And by living our covenants, I don't just mean you know, not making wrong choices, but I also mean reaching out, comforting those that stand in need of comfort, serving others, then our wards will be stronger and more vibrant places to live in. Whereas if we don't do that together, we just kind of all, all of us just go on this, on the Sabbath, this isolated pocket of families, and then don't support each other, then we will not receive the great blessings we could. And again, of course, in on an individual level, this, this idea works as well, that Yes, of course, there'll be difficulties if we we live our covenant still in our lives, but the support, the blessings, the comforts, the security that can come through the Spirit and through the blessings that can come from heaven, the miracles we can see through our faithfulness will not happen unless we're doing that. So really important uh, aspect that Isaiah is teaching here. Uh, And then it says in verse 14, the Lord will enter into judgment with the ancients of his people and the princes thereof, for ye have eaten at the vineyard, the spoil of the poor is in your houses. Um, what mean ye that ye beat my people to pieces and grind the faces of the poor? So he is teaching again about an important principle of discipleship, and that is to support the poor and needy, not to have great gain for yourself and not reach out and support and help others. I think this is always a tricky thing to, to balance because, of course, gaining and receiving increase in your life is not a bad thing. But when you are not charitable, when you're not merciful, when you're not giving to others where you can, then that is where things start to get a bit trickier. Elder Geoffrey R. Holland said, quote, Down through history, poverty has been one of man- humankind's greatest and most widespread challenges. Its obvious toll is usually physical, but sp- the spiritual and emotional damage it can bring may be even more debilitating. In any case, the great Redeemer has issued a no more persistent call than for us to join him in lifting his bur- this burden from, his, from the people. Um, in our day, the restored gospel of Jesus Christ had not yet seen its first anniversary when the Lord commanded the members to look to the poor and needy and administer to their relief that they shall not suffer. Note the imperative tone of that message, of that passage, they shall not suffer. That is the language God uses when he means business, close quote. Also, in addition to that, um, we talk about how uh, we need to support and love each other rather than um, antagonise and and not be kind to each other. Uh, President Gordon B. Hinckley said, There is so much civil strife and conflict in our society that could be ameliorated by a small touch of mercy. Much of it has reached a point where the mosaic law of an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth has been enlarged to require three eyes for one eye and three teeth for one tooth. Many victims, badgered and broken, cry in vain for a touch of kindness. Close quote. It really is difficult to see in a world, in the world in which we live, some of these things coming into fruition, where there is great um, animosity between people at times. Uh, and so that is something which we see and certainly in our in the last days today, as well as I'm sure in the times of Isaiah, which is why he's sharing it here um, and making sure we don't have it in our own personal lives as well. Uh, moving on uh, to chapter five, then to conclude this section about ceasing to do evil. I'm not going to be able to read much of it, but the section of verses um, one to ten, I believe, uh, talks about this vineyard. And it's wonderful because there is parallels between this teaching in Isaiah chapter 5, which you can also read in 2 Nephi 15, and Jacob's vineyard as well. It's it's the premise and the principle that this vineyard is like the covenant Israel, and um, he has looked after it and fenced it, but then there is uh, wild grapes that are brought forth, and so he then has to go in and prune it, uh, not but um, it will... Not be looked after and will not be protected, and that there will be storms and there will be um, destruction to this vineyard because he will not look after it anymore because it's not produced the fruits that it that he has prepared it to bring. Um, and of course, you see a direct parallel there with what Jacob Five teaches, except with Jacob Five, it adds to it. And Jacob has clearly learned from the words of Isaiah uh, in in the in the Book of Mormon. He has understood this analogy. And then he has likened that, the words of Isaiah, to his people and has added the extra layer of scattering of the, and the grafting of the, of the branches from the original tree, which would be where the covenant people are in Judah at the time, to different places in the world where they are uh, and how that works. And I think that that is uh, an excellent example of a leader or a prophet taking the teachings of the scriptures and applying it directly and further to their day. And how many times do we see that in our general conference sessions today? So I just thought that was a nice um, kind of mirror that has happened there. Um, we, of course, have the well-known um, verse in 20, which as, as I five, which says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Um, surely we see this today in many in many senses and in many cases. Um, And we need to to strive to support, to help others understand what is good. President Henry B. Eyring taught, quote, The more we have the doctrine of Christ in our lives and hearts, the more we feel greater love and sympathy. Uh, For those who have never had the blessings of faith in Jesus Christ or are struggling to maintain it, it is hard to keep the Lord's commandments without faith and trust in him. As some lose their faith in the Saviour, they may even attack his counsel, calling good evil and evil good to avoid this tragic error it is crucial that any personal revelation we receive be consonant with the teachings of the lord and his prophets brothers and sisters it takes faith to be obedient to be the lord to be obedient to the lord's commandments close quote i love president angry because he's just so empathetic with everyone every person even those <clears throat> that may go against the church and and be angry against it he understands that those people are hurting, um, and I just love that. Um, so, yeah, and that is um, really what, what I wanted to bring to the end here of this uh, section. So Isaiah 1, 3, and 5, which we've just covered in very, as much as detail as we can in a bite-sized episode uh, podcast, which will then also be covering the rest of the chapters uh, over the next uh, few days as well. So, Thank you so much for sharing your time. Anything from those chapters that I've missed that you thought was imp- impactful to you, then please share it on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, you can also email session at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your feedback on the uh, the episodes as well. So thank you so much for joining us once again today. And until we meet again.